0: This is To The Point with Suzanne Geist. So Suzanne, one of the hot topics in culture lately is leadership. Leadership is huge in business. It's huge in the church world. And obviously it's huge in public service. So why don't you just take a few minutes to give us your philosophy on leadership and specifically servant leadership? To
1: me, uh, servant leadership is not having to be the headline, not having to have the philosophy that it's all about me. Uh, What I hope to bring to this office, and what actually what I'm committed to bringing to this office, is, is for Lincoln to have a mayor that is committed to the city, committed to a vision that I would set forth, and then also committed to having people around me who grab onto that vision and we pursue it together. And to the degree that I help make the people around me successful, then I'm successful. Yeah. But for me, it's not important that I'm the one that's put out as being successful. Mm-hmm. If uh, law enforcement in this city is successful, that's awesome. Yeah. It That doesn't have to be about me. Uh, I'm not a flamethrower. I am not a... Uh, I'm not addicted to being the best in the headlines or the top of the fold. That is just not my nature. I, I am excited to bring a team together where we can pursue a vision together and succeed together. And then hopefully make all of us successful and then also in turn then make the city successful.
0: That's great, that's great. So culturally, as you said, you don't, you don't really care about being the headliner. Uh, that's not super common. You know, we live in a culture where where influence is, is kind of the greatest currency. So, so in what way do you think someone who maybe is at the top, say you're, you're at the top as the mayor of the city, what do you think the influence of having a leader in the city who maybe kind of goes against that status quo of having to be the person, having to get the credit. What do you think some of the benefits for the city as a whole, uh, the city council, and, and all of the organizations that you'll be working for, what do you think will be the benefit to those organizations as, as you lead in this way?
1: The benefit is that then the leadership that they own, hopefully I set the tone for that, but the leadership that they have then helps them rise to the top if uh, we have a a city council that is uh, going in the same direction as the mayor. And when I say that, I'm not talking ideology. I don't care if, if they're specifically a Republican or an Independent or a Democrat. That's not what I mean. I want them personally to know their craft, be successful as a councilman or woman, and then they are successful. I I plan to work with them closely, to meet with them regularly so that we can partner on uh, things that we agree on and discuss things that we disagree on, and then therefore find solutions together that we can forge a path of success. If they succeed, I succeed. Yeah.
0: That's great. And And I loved one of the things that you said in there about it doesn't matter whether or not they align with you specifically in every single political area. Talk a little bit about how did you learn to lead in such a way where, where you can really focus in on people's strengths. And if their strengths ne- don't necessarily align with yours, it's not a detriment to you. It's actually a benefit. Where did that philosophy come from in your life?
1: Well, strangely, that philosophy came from raising three children who were three ends of the spectrum. I thought opposites were only two but actually I discovered in in parenting, in our family, there are three opposites because our three children are very opposite. Learning how to uh, have diplomacy and peace in our family was my first uh, foray into politics. Also, learning from my husband and I, the differences, we are, if we're also two different ends of the spectrum but we've learned to be great partners and we're good partners because we see things differently and because of those things i've learned to value a variety of opinions and find that that's really where strength is not just in my own opinion but in bringing all those opinions to the table now at some point one may win in one, win in one instance, but then the next time the other opinion moves forward. And often it is a compromise of opinions that moves forward. And that's really, it, it's very simplistic, but it truly is where I learned how to value the differences of opinion.
0: And as in coming to, to places of compromise where there is differences of opinion, Uh, How big of a role or what role do you feel like integrity to your word in making compromises really drives forward that process in a healthy way?
1: That is an uncompromising commitment. Uh, People that work with me in the legislature know me by this. They don't always agree with me, but they know if I say yes, I don't change. If I say no, I don't change. My kids know that. My husband knows that. And I'll tell you, my colleagues at the legislature know that. I don't always take a popular stand, but when I take a stand, I do not budge. I don't change.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, Suzanne, thank you for giving us a few minutes to, to share your thoughts on leadership and servant leadership. This is To The Point with Suzanne Geist.